I see across the glass that uh, Eric Zane uh, popped in. Now, for iHeart West Michigan, Zane is on Big 101.3, and he's well-known for the Eric Zane Show podcast, uh, which is heard, I think, weekday mornings whenever he wakes up, and he has hundreds of thousands of people and millions of podcast hits. Just search Eric Zane Show podcast. Wherever you download podcasts, if you are in prison, uh, it does get past local, state, and national prison firewalls. Yeah, well, we have a we actually have a network now. I don't know if you knew, you didn't hear about the prison network, county and uh, federal. Uh, I didn't know that establishments. They have found that inmates respond well to it, and uh, they seem receptive. Did you just fart when you came into this room? I beg your pardon. No, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I'm not lying. You know, I heard something. You know, I, I, then I, then I did that. the sniff test when I turned to you, and I'm, I'm about maybe, five feet away from Brett, you. Did I smell when I was standing? I don't know, no, man. I, I, I don't you, know. Did, you tried one of the sneakers. Yeah. I mean, I'm the Bill. <laughs> I'm really shocked that you would ask me that. I mean, just, that, it, uh, is this? It with reeks. The, what did you put on underarm deodorant today? With your new surroundings, you've really uh, let go of the reins of this show, and that's good. I think that asking me that question is something you would never. Uh, me in the past. Well, because the smell was kind of overwhelming. Yes. I lost my... If the smell causes me to lose my train of thought, yeah. I think I have right. a right to ask. I agree. Live or record. I, I'm happy you did. <laughs> I am... I'm very happy with this new direction of shock. shock. Well, it's not shock. It's just like my, <laughs> my nostrils feel like I just sniffed ammonia or something. Well, okay. My God. You know, um, that, that, What'd you eat for lunch? Because we're at about the four hour. I had some uh, guacamole, Bill. Oh, okay. And well, that explains it. We don't need to discuss it anymore. Eric Zane, Eric Zane Show podcast. Search whoever you download podcast. Also, uh, he's the voice of X's and Bros. You hear weekday mornings. Yeah. On ninety six one. High and price. Across gig. the Michigan sports. High price. Gig. <laughs> he's also the PA voice of the Grand Rapids Gold. Uh, the five or six of you that show up and watch those games. Uh, you hear Eric and a little off on the number, but okay. How are they drawn? Seriously, they're the G League affiliate now that the Pistons moved to the Motor City and right. play in front of 20 people. Uh, you get the G League here at Delta Plex, which is a great organization. Uh, I love Trey and the crew. Uh, you know, I think are they my, drawn well. My best, our best nights is Friday nights, and I, I it's crazy, but two dollar beers, two dollar dogs. Well, that, that, the Griffins, in. that's how the Griffins you know? build a brand, and, right? And I, I think that 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 you start there. Start with uh, feed them, give them something to drink, and off you go. But I, I the action is incredible. I love the athletes. Stauskas was were you there when he had? I the, was there. Was it fifty? 53. Whatever. And Whatever it takes. Yeah, see, no, it was 57 and then 43. You were right. You were there? The 100 points? I was two there. Games. Was I he was nice to you? This. He's great. Yeah, Everyone on that team is fantastic. You see, he got a two-year deal with, like, the Celtics. Yeah, yeah. He. Uh, I haven't seen how he's done, but um, that was spectacular. He hasn't scored a point since he talked to you. <laughs> 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 it's because I smell like... We have 57 and 43. Now, the Grand Rapids Gold are the Denver Nuggets Correct. G League team. The yes, Pistons sir. G League team moved down uh, to Wayne State University and just a big draw mecca there for a G League team. Correct. Yes. So, and Ben Wallace left being a part of the drive, and now he's part of the Pistons 
uh, front office. So they so they probably try and schedule their Friday nights then when the Wings top farm affiliate, the Grand Rapids Griffins, aren't at home. Yeah. across the street over at Van Andel Arena. Right? Sure, give uh, give. They don't want people having to and you're choose. You're the PA voice of yeah. the Griffins too. I'm lucky to do that. No, for seventeenth year. You are. Uh, you are, you are so good at that, man. I'm, Thank I'm serious. You, they they give me a uh, freedom to be uh, flexible and the things I say in the commentary and, you know, joking on the big screen. They they let me do whatever I want, and they're awesome. I heard Kays are getting ready. I think he was calling a game on uh, – they carry on – the Griffins games on 96.1 right. and Wood FM and Wood AM 1300 106.9 here in Grand Rapids. And I'm driving home one night and it's a pregame close to, you know, they maybe going to drop the puck at seven, whatever it is. And I, Bob Kays are going. All right. Thank you, Larry Fergurski. We're going to get to our starting lineups presented by Huntington Bank. And in the background, I hear you go, who I'm like, what? <laughs> Can't even hear Kayser. Poor guy, yeah. You are so good Thank at that. you. I, I hope they're paying it. you enough money. If they're not, start holding on. Oh, <laughs> no, nah, they, they they take care of me. They're a great organization. No, you're Both too nice. You do stuff. They're very, Just, very kind. You, you, don't, you do not demand market value. Oh, I've been around you know. enough on air, off air, I don't where know. You, you need to hold your line. Well, you know, I uh Kayser's making six figures. They that he should. Okay. If that's true, he should. That's true. I that's good. Right. I, I encourage you know, I'm a just Fugursky, a contractor. Fugursky's just seventy grand. You that's know, still good for a part time job. When I need when I what is this? Are you an agent? Are you like is this like Jerry McGuire? Right is now that what this is? We'll get a deal. Okay. All right. Well I'm not holding Show's out. Shows the money. I'm not holding out. I, I I'm very happy with what I do. No, Thank you, you are really and and you're Podcast has just evolved. Well, we're up to fifty or sixty now. A show it's about Bill um, that are, that are watching it on uh, on Twitch. Well, I, and, uh, and I know you've you've got you're all about Twitch, Bill, aren't you? I hate Twitch. <laughs> Who watches that? Nobody does. Who who sits down? Okay, I'm saying with 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 your podcast, I can see because you build a loyal audience before free beer and hot wings bent you over and sent you out the door. Is that? <laughs> You have built such a great audience. Uh, I'm serious that they're loyal to watch. They're it. criminals. But but you know when somebody off the streets could just gonna sit down and watch a podcast, who's doing that? Maybe well, Joe Rogan, right? Uh, I, you know, well, what I don't podcast know. do you watch besides your own? None, not a one. So I don't. Not I, a none. One. And we're not the old guys saying no. get off my lawn. No. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't know. Watch I'm glad they do. I'm glad that if I have something to say, I, I if one person hears me, it's worth doing, in my opinion. I, I, how many how many ads have you clicked on on a podcast? <laughs> None. None. Not a okay. One. All right, that's what uh, we're the old guys. Brad, how many <laughs> podcasts have you watched in the last week? He's an OnlyFans guy. That's how what... many? <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. How many? How many? <laughs> <laughs> he's gone. He's laughing so hard he disappeared. Yeah, only fans. Hi, everybody. Uh, no, I mean he, Bill Simonson. He, he's got his own page. You could look up Brett, and he's he's hosting. Well, he's making yeah, money I mean, doing this. If Bill, there's, if, there, if there's two followers on that, yeah. Uh, oh, I, would, I know it. It's it's uh, it's well, a deviance. I know. It's a horrible thing. I know. But I know. he says it's because you don't pay him enough. Okay, whatever. That's awful. Eric That's awful. Zane Show podcast, wherever you download podcast, uh, Voice of X's and Bros. He starts every hour 
uh, with Anthony Bellino mm-hmm. on the Michigan Sports yes. Network. Weekday mornings at 6 a.m. on 96.1 The Game. It's all built by Marty Boomer, and I'm lucky to be part of it. It's Boer, Boomer, whatever it takes with the Michigan Sports Network. You're really working in good graces to get your show syndicated <laughs> on the network. What? That's the next thing. How are you not, okay, I'm being honest here, okay. across all of Michigan, where we, you know, stretch uh, 19 stations, right, and reach, mm-hmm. is that how are your your talent, how are you not doing a morning show anywhere? Well, um, everybody says I'm washed up, and I agree. Who says that? I don't know. Besides your people, wife. People... <laughs> People online, they insult me and they say I'm oh, washed really? up. Really? Welcome to the okay? club. And, and so, by the way, it's led by you. So <laughs> I am washed up now. That means You're I'm slinging oldies. I'm slinging oldies on 101.3. Big 101.3. Yes. Do you go by Eric Zane? I do. America's greatest oldies station. How, how are you not easy on 101.3? Uh, you want me to be? No. I will be. You're I dedicate songs up. to you. I dedicate songs to you. Like Okay, a, well, your obsession with me really goes over the line. Can we go back to I, you know everything well, sports? You just try and entice your audience. Like, my God, if no one ever listened to me and then they just looked at your Twitter feed, yes. they would think, is Hannibal Lecter doing the huge show weekday afternoons at 3? Well, I'm still trying to get you re- to resign. Um, over the Jared Goff thing, uh, which, I mean, You know what's going to happen? Goff is going to end up getting dumped uh, after June 1, and Baker Mayfield's going to be the quarterback. Oh, and no. I'll, and all I of a sudden, not. I'm going to live with, yeah, your guy didn't last but one season. I hope not. I don't want Baker Mayfield. He's, he's whining too much. Uh, yeah. Doc had said he's a crybaby and yes. the team doesn't like him. He is. Goff is a, loves his life right now um, doing what, well, I don't know if he loves his life, but he's happy there. And Baker Mayfield. Have you seen he, his beautiful girlfriend? And he's making $30 million a there year. There you go. And Mayfield, he's hitting on chicks. He's, there's been two incidents now. Mrs. Mayfield is furious with him. Well, and also, Baker out of Cleveland means no more progressive commercials. Yes, right. With right. the Cleveland Stadium. Eric Zane Show podcast, seriously, wherever you download podcasts, it's the it's this terrible. side of Rogan. It's terrible. It, it, the podcast is called Washed Up uh, yes. with Eric Zane. That's exactly right, and I am, and I'm happy. No, to you're be. not. I actually, you look relaxed and happy. I'm high. Uh, you do well. I have the freedom to say things that I wouldn't normally say on the podcast, you, and you just you, you look happy. Your podcast sounds awesome. Your work with the Grand Rapids Gold, uh, the G League affiliate for the Denver Nuggets, uh, Thank the Wingstop Farm affiliate, the Grand Rapids Griffins. I mentioned what you do with. X's and bros. Lots of little things. No, it's Lots not. of little It's things. all part of it. Thank you. And you're not washed up. Thank you. I think well, a radio station day. is stupid not to have you in the morning and just letting you entertain. Well, you never know. You're a you man of the know. people. I'm only you represent the community. 51 years old. So I got a lot of, there's a lot of gas in the tank. There is. But you, you just see, said you were washed up. Make prob- a big well, deal. I'm being a smart, a smart aleck, but the problem is no one likes me. I have okay. I have right. shot right, rockets so at bridges. Okay. They're all burned. No, no. Here's what I want. Trust me. Uh, what I want you to do on the way home is that flip down the visor yeah. and look in the mirror. Okay. And ask yourself, could I treat people better? Could I not torpedo them on Twitter when they bring me on my show? Could I not just rip them as a human when they support me on Twitter, Facebook, and on a show? You're talking about what I say about you on Twitter. I know that. It doesn't bother I, me. I'm good with it. <laughs> Eric, I mean, man. I know what you're doing. It's good to see you. Seriously. Likewise. Keep up the great work. Thank okay? you, Billy. Yeah, Eric Zane Show podcast, wherever you download podcast. 
And when you're at a Grand Rapids Gold game or a Grand Rapids Griffin game, you know the voice. It's Eric Zane. This is Half Black Neil, son of Boring Dean. When I'm not being put to sleep by my dad talking to me, I listen to the Eric Zane Show podcast. Now here he is, the man I wish was my daddy, the super talented Eric Zane. Thank you. Thank you, Neil. What? That's uh, Neil's band right there. Right, playing right now. That's Half Black Neil. The band is called Mulatto. Like Melody, but Mulatto. Welcome, welcome. You're like Eric Zane. Uh, what was that all about? What did you uh, What did you play there? That is uh, yesterday. I was uh, I visited iHeart Grand Rapids uh, to say hello to some friends. Uh, Bill was on the radio, and uh, the rest is history. Just dropped by. We did a segment. It was fun. We uh, are talking about creating a show together. Uh, don't know if it will be a radio show or a podcast, but every time we get together, we talk about the chemistry that we have together. And uh, I'm like, Bill, you got to understand, nobody can stand me and nobody can stand you. I think this is a winner. Uh, combined, like if you and I threw uh, a party, it would just be you and I at the party. No one would attend. We have, uh, you know, you're my pal. I am your pal. Outside of that, no pals. So I don't know. Who knows? The sky is the limit. And I don't know what format it would be on. Maybe it's just drop by the radio station time and again and say hello to Bill. Sandwiched in between his interviews with, you know, Pistons Insider, Spartans Insider, Lions Insider, whatever writer from whatever website he has on, whatever nerd from the Michigan High School Athletic Association that nobody cares about that he has on. Oh, my God. So much high school stuff. It's like, dude, there, I, I, to this day, I don't understand the appeal. I just don't. I can understand just about anything, the appeal of something. High school sports is not one of them. I can see gathering at the game with the community in the stands to watch the local high school football game. But if you're at the local high school football game, you're not listening to the game 
on the radio or online. You're watching it. And that is, those are all the people who care about it. There's no one else. You're in a, you're in select company when you're at the high school athletic event to watch shitty sports, you know? Some kid drops back to pass. He throws it, and it, it looks like he's throwing with the wrong hand. You know, the ball, a wounded duck goes flying through the air, and, like, you know, people are running into each other. Benny Hill music playing. It's horrible. My God, do I hate youth sports. At least right now for this this bit that I'm ranting about. Uh, welcome. This is a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day. The Eric Zane show podcast has begun from the Baldwin Ace Hardware fear bunker studio. Okay. A little bit frazzled today. I'm, uh, I put my thoughts together, written down in this document in front of me. So I, I know what I'm going to do, but I don't know if my focus is as good today as uh, as other days. Not that it's any good ever, but uh, I, I'm going to try to keep this one between the lines today. I'll just say that. I have a uh, scheduled interview today with someone who I've always found to be very funny, Jay Moore. And um, probably... The, he's in town doing stand-up this week at uh, Creston Brewery, Grand Rapids Comedy Club, and uh, with Big Dick Donnie Veltman. And he goes, do you want to talk to Jay Moore? I go, well, of course I want to talk to Jay Moore. He's great. So uh, at about 2 o'clock today, Eastern Time, I'm going to interview him. I'm going to record it and then post it. I'm not going to do it live. We won't do it live. We, we won't write it, and I'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. Um, I'm going to record that. And then posted shortly thereafter. Uh, again, uh, Zoom has made the world much closer and more entertaining. The fact that Jay Moore from uh, his residence in Los Angeles, can we can be doing an interview together and it sounds and looks fantastic. And this was a technology that was available well before the pandemic, but uh the idea of no you have to go to the radio station to do the interview it's just so stupid doesn't happen anymore this is it it's it's put the it's it's made everyone so much closer you can suck nipples on zoom and do jeffrey tubin things and you can conduct amazing interviews with very very funny people the uh, uh with jay moore when, uh, what I, I love the most about Jay Moore over the years has been his appearances on Jim Rome's radio show when he fills in. Very funny. And uh, just he's just got it, you know. Um, he's kind of the full package. You know, he can do stand-up, no problem. He's a great stand-up. He's a great actor. Um, and he's also, he can do a radio show. And I would say radio show is probably the hardest thing of all of them. I don't know that. I have, I have that's a, that is not stated with any amount of fact behind it i have no knowledge of what it's like to be doing stand-up and i have no knowledge of what it's like to be acting i'm just throwing that out there because i'm stupid um but he also this isn't a lot of you have no idea what what i'm talking about but every year the smack off on the rome show is a spectacle 
And basically, uh, people call into a show and they talk shit. And whoever talks shit the best uh, wins the smack off. And it happens every single year, I believe in June. And he is a legend on that show. So I'm stoked about talking to him a little bit later on today. Oops. I gotta smash the zenith. Plug your ears. I'm about to smash the zenith. Did you see that? I was sitting here minding my own business when that thing exploded on me. Did you hear how crazy that crazy noise it made? So disappointing. I was so proud that I bought that preamp and that processor. And and now it's fucked. So once a show, it does that. And I have to bash it with my hand, which probably doesn't help it long term, but it does alleviate the problem. So I have no fucking idea what's going on with that thing. I'm going to take it apart soon. And then what will happen there is... I'll make it worse. So there'll be a video, no doubt, with me uh, with this processor destroyed. And then anybody who knows anything about audio equipment will laugh. Okay. I have Dear Meathead happening in 49 minutes on this show. Dear Meathead brought to you by JM Synthetics. Online at jmsynthetics.com. Send your questions in, eric at ericzaneshow.com. I would love to hear from you. All right, so that is uh, coming up with that. I just, I had a uh, little bit of a, um, I have to be quite buttoned up with my father. And this is uh, kind of like a, a very real moment, but uh, it, it's kind of like just the process. A little sad, a little, little bit sad. But I think it's important to share with you because I think as, uh, as an audience, you know, you, everybody loves him the most. And, and you would want to know this, I think. But um, this is not going to last forever. Uh, my father being 88, just turned 88. Love that we were able to celebrate another birthday. Very important to get to those birthdays because they, they, we have probably on one hand that number of birthdays left. And as you know, he has dementia now. It's a weird um, process, this. And for him, it seems to be slow. Because you can talk to him. He can carry on a thought and a conversation. He doesn't, he'll say, he doesn't know he's being hilarious a lot of the time. He also doesn't know that he's repeating things. So if he says a story that you've heard five times or he, uh, he, he has no memory that he's said this before. And this was the moment we had yesterday. Uh, he says, my mind is not so good. Now, um, What's interesting is he, prior to his mind starting to get a little bit more torched, um, he would be aware of that. But then as the process continues, as he ages day by day, he forgets those acknowledgments that he has it. He probably doesn't even know he has been diagnosed with dementia. 
because yesterday this was all like brand new to him when I'm talking to him on the phone and he goes, my memory's not so good. I go, what are you talking about, dad? As well, um, I, 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 uh, just things slip my mind. I just, I, I, I'm forgetting things. I go, well, I go, you know, that's you're 88. I'm trying to like, um, diffuse this so he doesn't feel bad. So I'm not acting like it's the end of the world. I'm like, well, you know, I mean, people forget stuff all the time because yeah, I know, but it's bad because I just, I just find myself. He's, he, he can, he can sense it, you know? I go, well, dad, that, that happens. I, I wouldn't lose too much sleep over it. You know, I mean, and you're, I go, your, your long-term memory is great. You've, you've got that, man. I mean, that's, that's fantastic. He goes, yeah, that's good. But I, uh, you know how I've talked to you and I'm talking to you, the audience that he, um, you know, how many, how often he's told similar stories or he's, he's done things and it's all new to him he's had this realization and he says to me, he goes, I think I'm telling people things and then I'll tell them again. And I go, okay. Well, and, I, and, and he does, but I'm not going to like, I don't want to compound things uh, by adding fuel to that well yeah you do and uh it's annoying or something like that you know i just i'm like well you know i'm just keeping it simple you know so it was one of those moments yesterday so i don't know i just wanted to share that with you because i know everybody is so i mean you guys are so in love with this man and and who wouldn't be he's as sweet as peaches and uh you know he's not gonna be with us together and we're going to celebrate that. I don't want to, uh, you know, make y'all cry or anything like that, but this is going to happen one day. I, I hope it's later rather than sooner. And knowing him, it'll, like I said, when we did the uh, uh, birthday edition of Dear Meathead, it'll be in like 25 years when I'm like 76. Wouldn't surprise me at all. But uh, we'll take it as it comes. But I just want to let you know that he, he was a little, having a little bit of a struggle yesterday. So uh, thank you for sending a question or two along. Dear Meathead, Eric at EricZaneShow.com on the short liners striping inbox. Subject line, Meathead. I didn't mean to bring the room down. I'm sorry about that. I, you know, just kind of like I wear my heart on my sleeve. And what happens to me every day is kind of like what you're going to hear about on this show. Okay, moving on. I'm going to show you a picture. All right. And I've, uh, this is the first time I think I've shown you this, but this is my range top. Now you see how it looks like there's a ton of salt on it and like a couple of fingers just, uh, uh, smeared some of it and said, yeah, you see this? This is you. That's because that happened. This is Saltgate. Uh, over here, see where the countertop is, the granite there? That's where the food is prepared. We're talking about the NFK. Now, this came to a head today. So a week ago, I finally said to him, I go, hey, when you salt your food, 
salt it over the sink. Now, I don't know how much more simple that that can be. Uh, as you know, the way I describe this, uh, it's either a uh, frozen f- uh, meal or a, a hot pocket that he sprays butter on. This, you know, I can't believe it's not butter, and then and then salts that with two kinds of salt: regular salt and uh, what do you call it? Celery salt and pepper. So uh, I don't know. And he is not. Uh, he doesn't have much finesse when he does it. So pretend this is the salt shaker where you might just kind of go tap or, or shake it gently. Uh, let me use this for a salt shaker. Cause that one has liquid. He does. He, he'll go, he'll go and, and shake it. Like he's jacking off Andre the giant's dick. Okay. He just shakes it like that. And it goes everywhere. So, including the top of my range. So, Kevin. Yes! Hey, buddy. There's salt everywhere on the top of the oven, on the range. Salt your food over the sink, please. Okay. And, um, well, obviously that's not happening. And I said to him like two days ago, there, there was salt all over the room. I go, Kevin, are you salting your food over the sink? Yes. Yes, I am. Now, now that is a lie. He's not. He's salting it where he wants to salt it. Now, okay. Then it continues. I mean, that's the image I just showed you is, is horrible. So today he's standing right there getting water out of the, uh, he puts uh, at the fridge, you know, he's filling up his water. I go, Kevin. I turn on that light and I show him what I just showed you. I go, you see that? Yeah. I go, you did that. I did. And he doesn't. So I'm like, I go, that is salt, celery, salt, and pepper. And it's when you salt your food, it goes on your food and right there. Take your food, go to the sink with the salt, and salt it while you're standing over the sink. And he looks at me like this is the first time I've ever said it. And he goes, oh, okay. So he's not understanding. When I say salt your food over the sink, it's not It's not getting through. Somehow he has a... Uh, impenetrable offense uh, wall around his head to keep that his head, his brain is Mariupol and uh, he is defending those words. And so I'm like, motherfuck. I go, yeah, because I have to clean that and I don't want to clean that. So you have to salt the food over the sink. Oh, he wasn't, he wasn't understanding what I was telling him. I was like, how the fuck? How the fuck? Oh my God. Um, so it was kind of like a, uh, a big moment today. 
Aram says, maybe he doesn't understand what you mean by salting over the sink. I think you're correct. Chris says, quote, oh shit, (laughs) that's what a sink is. Aram says you need to show him exactly what to do. You are correct. And it's okay. I didn't uh I didn't bite his head off or anything. I wanted to. Uh Aram says it doesn't sound like he will understand unless you actually do it. So I I think I think we are all set now. If not, well, then I'll have to get a more specific example uh but then the good news i go upstairs i come back and it's clean he actually cleaned that stove and i'm like and i said hey thank you for doing that i appreciate that and i don't know how he mustered doing it but he can do it which does prove that he is capable of cleaning up after himself he just doesn't pay attention to that shit so holy fuck that was like a big deal today Son of a bitch. Um, I did the On Deck Circle podcast yesterday. I, I uh, Wow. Uh, Dave Eddy is the guy who hosts it. Okay, there you go. The On Deck Circle podcast. They talk baseball. Why they wanted me on there is an absolute mystery. But Dave used to listen to me when I was on the radio on BBL. And uh, he said, you should come on our podcast. I go, yeah, sure. What are you guys talking about? He goes, baseball. I go, well, I'm out. Are you kidding me? Brag, but then right now, pencil dent number five is Lewis Thorpe. Look at Who may or may not follow. <laughs> okay. Now, now listen to the minutia of the baseball talk. And then notice how quiet I am. Um, <laughs> but that offense is, is pretty stacked. If they- Look at me. I'm like looking at my phone. They stay healthy. You're looking at Buxton, uh, Arias, Correa, Polanco, Sano, Kepler. We get down to Gary Sanchez, uh, Alex Kirilov, who, if he's your eight hitter, I think that says a lot. And then Gio Urshilla. So in reality, if everyone's healthy, and if they were to play, you know, I wouldn't say to their ceiling because that's never going to happen. But if I'm like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Are you serious? Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, anyway, uh, yes. Anyway, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let's. Okay, so I'd ever seen. What a magical Brock Meyer moment that yes, was! No- All right. I don't know what the hell is going on here, but these guys have a lot of fun doing it. And if you are a fan of baseball, you should consider checking out the On Deck Circle podcast. They actually know their shit. I don't, and I'm like, look. I'll talk to you about whatever, but ooh, uh, if it comes to baseball, outside of uh, you know just the nonsensical moments, if there's a fist fight, yes, I'll talk about it. But outside of that, I don't know, man. But they said they had a good time. Uh, Cole says you should have started talking about how much better hockey is than baseball. Yeah, that's true. That absolutely is true. Uh, Tyler... Quote, if everyone's healthy, these four-hour games will just fly by because they're so entertaining. Shit. And look at the one. The one guy has all these baseballs behind him. Oh, Jesus. He is either single or has a very patient wife. <laughs> 
uh, in his uh, in his man dorm or whatever it is. But uh, thank you to Dave, Eddie, and the boys for having me on. I appreciate that. Um, if you want, I uh, let me see. How do you get to them? I can't imagine any of you would give a shit about this, but I will include it here, and you can uh, watch it on your own. Okay. This show happens uh, Monday through Friday right here on Twitch at about the same time, 8 a.m. Eastern time, Eastern Daylight time. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Thank you so much. It is uh, brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. They also sponsor my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. On Twitter, at uh, Eric Zane Show on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter, brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And YouTube, sponsored by Frank the Tank Fuss. My policy shop, insurance, Eric Zane Show on YouTube. Follow me there and hit the bell notification. We have an update on Lamborghini jumping. Uh, Yesterday, we um, uh, talked about this quite a bit. Uh, about the Lamborghini jumping the really steep uh, hill in uh, in L.A. And the, the fucking dude's car got all screwed up. The Subaru, more on that in a second. But uh, the guy who uh, featured the whole thing on his Instagram is Alex Choi, who's a super uh, rich little fucking brat who uh, does his shit and everybody loves him. No, they don't love him. Just other idiots who are like him uh, love his shit. And uh, he it was there recording the thing. And so cops think that he had everything to do with this. Did I say a Lamborghini? It's a Tesla. Oh, my God. The reason why that popped into my head is because uh, uh, Choi's dad has a Lamborghini that he's constantly uh, showing to everybody. Anyway, this guy is, is described as an influencer. I think he's a jackass. Uh, but uh, this is how uh, how it's unfolded because the cops want to arrest him, um, but he is denying any wrongdoing of this. So this is the latest from L.A. Look at that. Oh, my God. Nine, this dangerous stunt on an Echo Park street left behind a trail of destruction and some very angry neighbors. And tonight, one of the eyewitnesses to that illegal jump is sharing what he saw and shot on his cell phone exclusively with KKL 9's Lori Perez. She's live in Echo Park now. Lori. Now, everybody knows Choi did this. He was the first to post it. He was there. He know he, you know, and uh, he arranged the whole thing. He planned it, but he's got plausible deniability. So he's, he, he's just, he's right on the line is what he is. Well, Pat, the video of the wildly dangerous stunt on this super steep street has been viewed tens of millions of times in less than two days. One of the first people to post it is getting a lot of heat. His name is Alex Choi. He's an auto influencer with millions of followers. Auto influencer. Okay. And he was standing right about here on Saturday night when the Tesla flew over him. And now neighbors, as you said, are angry, saying he is influencing bad behavior. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch out. I'm going to watch out. There he is. Choi is the guy in red. That's how close he was. Wow. Look that. To the flying <laughs> Tesla. It's never a good thing to see the bottom of a car. And this- Why a Tesla? Why couldn't you do like a, a Chevrolet Chevette or something like that? That would have made this even better. Look, as it happened, he says it doesn't begin to show what he was thinking. You can see my facial expression. I was in absolute shock. And then he's like, I am out of here. I went through like a 20, 30 seconds of panic thinking that uh, these people are very, very badly. And look at how little this guy is. Okay. Uh, He's got the jet propulsion laboratory hoodie on. This guy looks to be, well, about two feet taller than Patriot Nick. But still, he is just a teeny weeny little, little dude. Or even dead. Remarkably, no one was hurt. Neighbors recorded the occupants getting out of the wreck and fleeing. LAPD says the crash totaled two other cars. Now Choi is getting heat because he posted video of the stunt to his popular YouTube page. And neighbor Jonathan Sutek is furious. Influencers like Choi are glorifying potentially deadly stunts. It's an issue with the drivers and it's an issue with this community of YouTubers who really don't care about property owners. They just care about YouTube likes. But this is true. He only posted it because people were saying... Look at his rich fuck. ...saying he was at the wheel. ...to let people know that it wasn't me, that I'm... You know, uh, but I think... Uh, uh-oh. What happened? Go, go, go. Not that stupid. He says he had no idea the driver was going to jump. They only met at a Tesla car show Choi organized earlier that night. I had a random guy pull up next to me and say, hey, you want to see the spot where David Dobrik jumped his Tesla? Absolutely no mention of the fact that he was going to do it himself. So I said, sure. The moment I got there, didn't even give me a second to ask him, ask him a question. No test run. Didn't even bother to look what's on the other side of the road. Drove down to the bottom of the street. I got out of my car. I'm like, oh. This is such bullshit. He is suggesting then that um, this guy says, yeah, you want to see where so-and-so jumped this? And uh, yeah, I'm just going to slow. Are you assuming he's slowly just going to drive over it? You all have your cameras out. You all know exactly what the hell he was going to do. What a crock of shit. But he does a pretty good job at lying. I'll give him that. Oh, wow. He's really doing this. Like, he's really going to do this. When we pushed him on whether he feels any responsibility for influencing stunts by publicizing them, he claimed this was the first time he's posted a stunt from an open public street. By the way, look at this garage. There's like a a Benz SUV back there, this nice Ford, this uh, this BMW, whatever, this Tesla. He's got, uh, there's a motorcycle here. Hundreds of thousands of dollars of vehicles for this rich little brat. My other stunts, um... I'd like to t- let people know that it was all done in a very controlled space. Um, if, if I posted anything that might appear as if it was on a public road, it was all closed down. It's definitely not something that should ever be repeated. Ridiculous. So a guy who does stunts is at the scene of where a stunt is happening. And he is the first to post it. Weird. One of the neighbors whose car was wrecked ev- down at the bottom of the street has a go. But everything's on a closed course. Sure, you little shit. Fund me to buy a new one. Choi says he made a sizable donation. LAPD is offering a reward for information about the driver. Choi says they haven't contacted him, but he's happy to let them see his videos. Beyond that, he says he does not know anything uh-huh. about 
about the driver in Echo Park. I'm Lori Perez. Back to you. Lori, thank you. All right. So that's him. Unbelievable. Meanwhile, concerning the guy who had the GoFundMe, uh, that's the, the car that was hit on the street there, destroyed the dude's car. That GoFundMe, it's all working out. Uh, it's over $22,000. So, whatever. All's well that ends well. Uh, there's a lot of comments because tons of people have donated uh, small increments of money to help the dude out. And uh, as it goes right now, here's some of the things that people have said when donating. So far, the YouTube video from an anonymous donor has uh, has written, so far, the YouTube video has generated $17,000 for Alex Choi. So hopefully that $2,000 donation will increase. I'm like, wait, what? Because uh, Choi gave the guy whose car he wrecked $2,000. Um, this person writes, I hate entitled asshats, asshats who destroy property for fame. Also, whoever donated $2,001 just to make waste of air, Alex Choi, not the top donor, is my new personal hero. It's time for Subaru to take notice. All right. Tyler wrote, I paid $50 to publicly say that Alex Choi is a douchebag for filing a copyright claim against your embedded YouTube video of his buddies crashing a rental Tesla into the back of your car for likes and for disabling comments on his own YouTube video because of the backlash. This is peak 2022. And all I can say is that social media was a mistake. Um, that's a great, great way to describe it. And yeah, the guy who uh, is doing the GoFundMe, he took Choi's video and put it on the GoFundMe page. And now if you try to click on it, it says, sorry, this, uh, this is illegal. I filed a copyright claim. That's what Choi did. And you know, um, that is true. You know, you get people that are Choi's age, too many of them that do shit like this. You know, it's crazy is these are the people uh, who of uh, this age group who have to defend the country if there's ever an invasion. I sure hope we have more people uh, that are uh, not like him in the world when it comes to this. You know, this is why, okay, rich fucks, uh, this is what they do. You you take the kids from the shit kicker communities like Dor and Borculo. These are the defenders of the nation. And that's, you know, I guess we'll just have to take that. You know, uh, so there you go. Cedar Springs, we're looking at you. No one, in, no kids in Cedar Springs, Borculo and Door are doing shit like this. You know, I can't even get behind that because they probably are, but in monster trucks. Uh, this one says everyone involved in this situation is a massive douchebag. Alex Choi being the biggest one of them all. He knew what was happening. Everyone standing there did. He facilitated this BS and should be held just as responsible as the driver. 
He should also keep his little bitch ass in Beverly Hills. I've seen video after video of him doing things on open public roads that are beyond dangerous and just encourages people to do the same. My favorite video of his is then he says, my favorite video of his is the one where he does a U-turn on a Canyon road and nearly kills a guy in a motorcycle. These little spoiled brats need a reality check. Hopefully the next viral video we see is Alex Choi rolling his daddy's uh, Lamborghini off a cliff. I will, I won't be donating to his GoFundMe. I'm astounded. He only mocks you on his Instagram stories, but then files a copyright claim on your video. Just pure trash. Uh, there was one that said something like, I hope all of his family dies. And it's like, I don't think you need to go that far, but there you go. That's what's going on with Alex Choi. Shit. Ridiculous. All right. A little later on, I'm going to do a Patreon podcast. I'd love you to be part of it. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. As you know, Saul is a big promoter of it. Hey, Eric. It's me, Saul, calling you back. I feel like I didn't record enough greetings for the Patreon. So here we go. I'll record a few here. I'm just going to do one. Hi, folks. This is Saul Quinshaft, better known as Blind Saul, and you're listening to Eric Zane's show, Patreon Podcast. Uh, uh, I had one comment. Why aren't you using those? Like, well, uh, I don't know. I did. I used, I used them all right there. I, I will. Just give me give me about a, a month or a year, you know? Uh, Saul, you call any time and drop knowledge on us. That is your personal hotline. If you ever want something heard, Saul, this is what you do. Call the number. You know the number. Rant, rave, say MF, do whatever you have to do. Get it off of your little furry chest, and I will feature it here. You have a direct pipeline to say whatever you want on the show. If you could keep it at a minute or under, that would be fantastic, but I understand if you have to go long. But just know, Saul, you are appreciated here. And you know I love you. All right. Uh, Patreon is where the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast will be happening tomorrow at 7 p.m. Ben and I are going to review John Lennon and Chuck Berry performing on the Mike Douglas show with Yoko trying to destroy the whole damn thing. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Five or ten bucks a month is all it costs. No big deal. And uh, the open of this show brought to you by Bosco's Pub, where we uh, like to have get-togethers from time to time. A nice little place in Hudsonville, Michigan, part of Terra Square. Thanks to Doug and Didi for being on board with this show and uh, letting me promote them. If you're in the area, drop by Bosco's for lunch or dinner. Bosco'spub.com. Great, great burgers. I suggest, uh, well, I've I've had two burgers there. I had the Olive Burger, which is, uh, honest to God, award-winning. It won, like, uh, they have those best burger in West Michigan contests. It won. The Olive Burger actually won the damn thing. They got the award behind the bar. But... Then there's the Luigi, which 
it's a very uh, a racist thing there uh, because it's like an Italian burger. So that's, you know, should be canceled. But anyway, it's great. So you got the patty, mozzarella cheese, actual pepperoni, and, uh, and the mozzarella cheese actually is their actual mozzarella sticks and then marinara sauce. It's like really tall. You got to smash it with your hand before you eat it and have a lot of napkins. I suggest when you pick it up to eat it, don't set it back down. If you set that fucker back down, it's going to explode on you. You don't want that. You want to keep your hands are functional here. Very functional in keeping this thing together. You must try it. Sit in a place where no one can see you. Like put your back to the door because you're going to have shit all over your face. Going to be on your shirt. It's a disaster. Okay. You need to dress uh, like you're getting ready to go play paintball. When you eat a Luigi burger. Bosco's pub. Tag accounting. April 18th is the tax deadline. 616-301-9516 for your personal returns. Call today. Uh, Mention me. Eric Zane sent me. And off you go. It doesn't matter where you are. If you're out of state, if you're out of the area, it doesn't matter. Uh, Troy will do your return for you. You have to upload all your documentation to him via his online portal. That's simple. The uh, staff at Tag Accounting will help you every step of the way. Easy. Tag Accounting, 616-301-9516. If you have a business, ask about them being your business accountant. So what he does for your old pal Eric Zane is he does my personal taxes, and then he does the business, which is this. Um, so thank you, Troy. You do a great job. All right. And please mention me. The tax hobbit wants you to call him. Okay. We're moving on. I have another video that I want to show you. This was, uh, sent by a couple of you and I appreciate it as always. Any of the, uh, things that you send me that help, uh, keep the show growing. This one comes to us. From uh, one of these beautiful local communities that probably will have several, like I said, Dorculo, uh, Dorculo, uh, I guess, Borculo, Door, Cedar Springs. These are these small shit kicker communities, Saranac, uh, Lake Odessa, where, you know, all of you live. And uh, these are the people who defend the country. Well, this guy is not going to defend the country. This guy is going to prison for a long, long time. The community is Hastings. And, well, somebody pissed somebody off. Okay? There's no sound to this video. This is just insane what you're about to see here. This is security footage from Hastings. There's a little bit of a buildup to it, but I might bump ahead a little bit. It's just a stationary camera. Uh this guy is the troublemaker right here. See that pickup truck? I think he's the troublemaker. I don't know if he is. You're like, what the hell is going on, Eric? Keep talking because it's a silent video. 
Yeah, I don't think that that guy in the truck is a troublemaker. This person pulling up here is the deputy chief of police showing up for work. Okay, she's in uniform. Uh, as she's showing up for work, this guy here, he's walking into the shot. All right, see him? That guy uh, is the problem. You'll notice he's got a gas can. Broad daylight. Deputy Chief of Police is right here. This guy, huh? Walking up very casually. He is ready to go. And he takes this gallon of gas, and that's a police car he's pouring the gas on. Yeah, a little bit more there. I'm going to put this there very quickly. He has a lighter in his hand, and poof, lights it on fire. Deputy Chief gets out. She Look at it. She's like, wait a minute. If you back it up here, she's getting out of her car while the guy is, uh, she, she's like, wait, what the, what the fuck is going on here? Are you kidding me? Then that's it. And he just takes off running away. Not the fastest. And she goes running after him. She's calling and I need backup. And then look at this chick. This lady, two-ton Tessie. She's the, she was the chick in the truck. She's like, oh, I can help too. One, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten steps, gives up. Gets on the phone. She, I don't know who the fuck she probably the fire department. I don't know, whatever. And then that's it. That's all we know. Um, I think. The cops did, I think she did actually apprehend that guy and an arrest was made and, and that's it. This is crazy. What the fuck is going on here? A Barry County man is facing. Yeah, there is a little bit more information here. It says a Barry County man is uh, facing four charges of setting a Hastings police cruiser on fire. The cruiser was parked city hall. Uh, 5 p.m. Monday, surveillance video caught it all. Read more here. Uh, 31-year-old Jeremy Dunkley. He walked up to the SUV, poured gas on it, lit it, and ran away. At the same time, the deputy chief ran after him. He was arraigned on charges of arson, destruction of police property, assaulting and resisting a police officer, and a habitual offender. So... All right, I guess he's known in the area to be an asshole. I wonder if anybody in the comments knows who this guy is. Civil disobedience at its best. Criminal mastermind. <laughs> Holy shit. Very strange. So there you go. That's what they're doing in Hastings, Michigan today. Uh, dealing with this guy. Sets the police car on fire. Unbelievable. Holy shit. Yeah, I'm not uh, understanding. Why. I, I wonder how much time he's going to get for that, but pretty much an open and shut case if you're, if you're lighting the fucking cop car on fire. Holy shit. Unbelievable. All right. Uh, another story that I had sent to me. Um, this one from Jason. And uh, he writes, bravo for this chick. Time to fight back at the scum people who harass drive-through employees. 
I was like, well, you know, I can, uh, I can get, I can get uh, behind that if uh, if someone's being an asshole in the, uh, in the drive-through, you know. He adds, guarantee it wasn't mayonnaise he threw at her. It probably was his own batter, just like the scene from Silence of the Lambs. Ha ha. Um, now, I don't think that's the case. I think that the person that was going through the uh, drive-through line, the customer, um, through like a mayonnaise packet. I guess I don't know. But wait until you hear what the fast food worker did. And I'm surprised that Jason is like, yeah, this is good. It's about time that somebody fought back. So I'm not I'm not so sure that this is a good thing. Here you go. Noon, a Burger King employee is also under arrest accused of shooting at a customer. And we're learning new details about what led to that gunfire and another arrest in the case. Let's go now to local news reporter Trent Kelly. And he is live right now at the jail in West Miami-Dade with the very latest. So- yeah, Christy and Janice, according to police, this all started when a customer pulled up to the drive through window at that Burger King yesterday and got into a pretty heated argument with the worker there. What happened next landed that worker here in jail. Her family telling us she was acting in self-defense after that man apparently threw mayonnaise on her. That's not uh, a justification to shoot someone and kill them. Uh, typically you you're not supposed to draw a gun unless you know your life is going it, it, your life is in jeopardy that's pretty much the standard if like if some guy comes up to me and shoves me I, i'm probably not going to feel like well i guess i could feel like my life is threatened but this is not the case a fast food fight causing bullets to fly at a Burger King in Miami-Dade. The accused shooter, according to police, was a Burger King worker. Witnesses seeing the whole thing. It was a lady shooting at a man. I don't know where she even got the gun. Officers <laughs> say it started yesterday when a man pulled up to the drive through at this Burger King along Northwest 47th Avenue near the Palmetto Expressway just after 4 p.m. The woman working the window, identified as 30-year-old Shatisha Hicks, <laughs> Oh, fuck. Was seen arguing with that man when he suddenly drove off. But instead of backing down, witnesses say Hicks left the restaurant, grabbed a gun out of her car, and fired off five rounds as the man drove away. Wow. Holy shit. She gets, uh, leaves the restaurant wearing the Burger King gear as the guy's just pulling off and just lets go five rounds as he's driving away, no doubt hitting the car and... Could have hit whoever. I mean, can you imagine if he, the guy had like a baby in the back seat? Holy shit. He was making faces at her through the car window out here in the road. And she, that's when he pulled in here and that just set her off. Investing. Uh, it was low audio. It says uh, he was making faces at her and that set her off. The guy's like, yeah. And then she shot him. Gators say Hicks then left the scene in her own car, but was later arrested after officers found it abandoned about a mile away near her home. Nice the car. Who was shot at was never found. We stopped by that home and spoke to Hicks's aunt, who says she was simply defending herself. This is great. This is great too because they 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 go to some shithole house and bang on the door, and some lady in a muumu explains what's up. The man threw mayonnaise on Hicks while she worked at the drive-through. 
And I don't, well, I don't blame everybody else, might, but I don't. A Burger King spokesperson, right? <laughs> so the aunt is like, oh, yeah, that's that's okay. Uh, she was defending herself. Even if it was jizz, it still doesn't give you the right to, to run to your car, grab a gun, and try to shoot the guy. I don't think. I'm just that's just my my two cents. Writing quote: We are horrified to learn of the events that unfolded at this location. This unacceptable behavior does not align with our brand values of safety and security. Our franchisee is cooperating with local authorities. As this remains an ongoing investigation, we are not able to share additional details at this time. Hicks now facing one charge of discharging a firearm while in public. She is expected to be released here on bond from TGK any moment now. In addition to Hicks, we also learned that officers yesterday also arrested her uncle after he apparently refused to let officers search their home. <laughs> As for that man who was shot at yesterday, his exact condition remains unknown. For now, that is the latest live outside TGK in West Miami-Dade. I'm Trent Kelly, Local 10 News. Okay, so... Now I'm confused because Jason, uh, in his um, in his email to me, bravo for this chick. Time to fight back at the scum people who harass drive-through employees. So you think she's in the right? I don't know. That doesn't sound. It doesn't sound right to me. Uh, I think this actually might be Jason. I had assumed she just reflexively pulled it from a concealed carry. It still doesn't apply. You can't shoot someone in the face if they throw mayonnaise at you. Uh, the, the, the response has to be, uh, equitable. You know, if, if someone comes up to you with a knife, yes, you shoot him in the face. Uh, if someone is assaulting someone with a deadly weapon. This one might be Jason. LMAO, it was a joke. She's fucking nuts. Attention-grabbing header. <laughs> uh, Chris says, yes, it must be a measured and appropriate response. And you run a real risk, even if someone like is you think is trying to kill you, if you shoot them. Yeah. There's a uh, Steve Prince. If you sign up for his class, uh, you'll hear from a lawyer. And there's a card that you can, they talk about, there's a card you can purchase that you keep in your wallet. And um, if, let's say, someone uh, tries to break into your house or gets into your house and you shoot them dead, and then the police come and they start talking to you. What you're supposed to do is pull the card out and hand it to them. And they go, what's this? And you don't say a word and you point to it and they read it. And it says, uh, consider something to the effect of, uh, I cannot speak to this. Call this number. This is my attorney. He will talk to you about anything you need to talk about. And the number is, is, uh, is an expert on this type of, um, incident. That would help you because if you talk, don't say shit because though someone was invading your home trying to kill you, there could still be consequences. All right. You got to be careful. 
Steve will tell you all about that. All right. Meathead, in moments, Eric at EricZaneShow.com if you would like to get on board. I heard from Joe Martinez's mother just the other, just yesterday. And it was uh, all because I posted the video on Facebook of me and Jennifer Jackson from Wellhouse. Wellhouse is a nonprofit that is having a springtime jubilee, it's called, on Friday, the Spring Jubilee of Growth at the Embassy Suites Hotel in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I am hosting dinner. We're going to play some games, have some fun. Some people are going to speak about what Wellhouse is all about. And um, I was uh, tipped off about this from one Joe Martinez. Joe is involved in this. See, a fun-filled spring event honoring Wellhouse volunteers and supporters. Purchase your ticket today at, and then you click this. There you go. There's 65 bucks, and that money goes to Wellhouse. Um, that's part of the fundraising. What is Wellhouse, Eric Zane? They uh, take homes that are in Grand Rapids and they make them nice so that vulnerable people, moms and kids, can live in these homes as opposed to homeless shelters. And it's all funded uh, privately by people who see see all these people working here lending a hand this is great this is what joe martinez does he works on the heating and cooling systems in these homes to make sure that they are in good running order all right and um see at wellhouse we believe the solution to homelessness is housing our model is simple we purchase vacant boarded up houses and bring them back to life we move in our neighbors who need housing the most, those who are living on the streets or in emergency shelters. Whenever possible, we hire our tenants to help with the, with the actual rehabilitation of the home. We are so grateful to all of our supporters, donors, volunteers, elected officials, service providers, tenants, and other community members. With your, with your help, we can continue to grow our organization and expand this crucial work. As of today, we own 14 house, houses and moved 200 people off of the street since January 2013. And look at this before and after picture. You took this old uh, weathered house, and this is what it looks like now after Well House has gotten done with it. It looks fantastic. Look at that beautiful home. So that is so sweet. Um, and that's their approach. And it's really a, a, a great, great thing. And I'm, I'm just excited to be part of it. So I'm hosting this event. If you would like to attend it on Friday, uh, uh, grab the missus, grab the mister, uh, 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 drop the cash on a ticket and come hang out with me. It's going to be a, uh, a fun uh, adventure. And I, I didn't know anything about this until Joe Martinez from A&E Heating and Cooling approached me and tipped me off. So... Um, I shot a video and posted it to Facebook with Jennifer from Wellhouse. And it's just us talking for five minutes saying, hey, yeah, it's going to be a good time. Well, I noticed that in the comments, a person named Norma Martinez weighed in. And she wrote, I'm Joe's mother. And I'm very proud of how we've raised him. Because in the video, I talked about how Joe is uh, is just an angel for his volunteering and support to 
help Wellhouse um, do this. And I, I wrote, hello, Mrs. Martinez. He's fantastic. I'm proud to know him. Also, he taught me how to swear in Spanish. Tu madre es una puta. She wrote, well, I will have to talk to him about that. Sarah wrote, oh, my God, do not tell her. Tu madre es una puta. But you wrote, tu madre es muy bonita. See translation. Your mother is very beautiful. No, Joe taught me this Tu madre one. es una puta. So that's not my fault. Your son is a, is, he's got a dark side. You're, you're, hey, hey, Norma, you're taught, your, your son told me this. Pete la chingada, cabrón. Yeah. Comes chingo de cagada. That's what your, that's what your mother did. In fact, after this, I'm going to get Joe Martinez on to talk about this. Anyway, hire Joe. Uh, A&E heating and cooling pillar in the community, uh, helping, you know, the more, the vulnerable people in our community have housing A&E heating and cooling 616-516-8579. Uh, Kyle from dumpster divers will be back tomorrow for another edition of let's kill Eric Zane. Get a dumpster from dumpster divers. Real simple. Great dumpster. Who knew there was difference in dumpsters? Well, I, I guess they're well. The difference in their dumpsters is they're they're um, shorter, tall walled, high tall, but they don't take up as much space in your driveway because they're not long because the walls are so so tall. They uh, use they have the same amount of space as any other dumpster, but they don't occupy as much uh, room in the driveway. So spring cleaning is here, and they're also priced uh, cheaper because the weight point is lower than dickheadsdumpsters.com. Dumpsterdiversllc.com. Call or text 616-375-9962. And then, of course, Frank the Tank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. If you have a loved one that is utilizing Medicare right now, getting their insurance uh, from the federal government, that's great. That's awesome. That's what you work your whole life for, having that insurance coverage when you turn 65. However, you might not, they might not be getting all of the things that they're entitled to. They need a Medicare checkup. If you have any loved one in your life, friend, family, uh, someone you don't like that utilizes Medicare, on their behalf, urge them to reach out to Frank the Tank Fuss to get a free absolutely free medicare checkup i did this for the nfk he had the wrong coverage because whoever set it up for him back then did it wrong don't let this happen because if you get stuck with some type of medical bill you might pay a hell of a lot more for the copay and deductible than you need to you need the medicare checkup be safe here rather safe than sorry 616-914- Four zero seven zero, and if you're getting ready to turn sixty-five, if that's on, if that's fast approaching, don't hesitate to call Frank. He will help you get started with everything you need. You need to know with your Medicare policy. Okay, dear Meathead, brought to you by JM Synthetics online at jmsynthetics.com. Bring him in here right now, fresh off of the birthday party. 
Hey, guy. Hey, guy. How are you? How you doing? Okay, I'm all right. Never better, Dad. Never better. I've had my coffee. Uh, I feel good. The room is nice and warm. And my son is on the other end of the phone. And you got Joanne. And I got, oh, wow. Yeah. That's, that's a gimme. Yeah, you, you, you can't keep her out of it. You got to constantly no, remind in fact, her. I, I, I expect her to be here. You know, uh, we are very similar. Most people would say that. You know, um, just the way we act, the things we do, the things we say. And, I, and I'm right there with you. My better half, Diana, as you call her, my honey. I would be, I would be lost without her. Absolutely. Oh, especially right now. I don't remember what I, uh, what I uh, drank this morning. You know, it was a cup of coffee, but I just. Well, yeah, you got it. You got it. It was a cup of coffee. Now, if you said to me, if you said to me you had vodka, I'd be worried. (laughs) Oh my God, that's been a century since I touched you and any of that. You know, after you left the party on Saturday, Diana and uh, and you remember Mario was there? Yeah. And uh, Mike got into the tequila. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. They were doing tequila shots, Dad. You wouldn't have believed it. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. They didn't get hammered or anything, but uh, Diana was doing shots of tequila, which I've never seen her do that before. Did you have to carry her? No, she, uh, she, you know, she was, she was smart about it. She did like a shot, and then she didn't do any more. She kind of waited a little bit of time, and then, and then she did another one like an hour later. She's smart. I, I've only seen her drunk maybe once or twice in thirty-three years. You know. You know, I, I don't know. Do you remember your father in years ago uh, partying? Uh, not only do I remember. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Dad. Um, I and, mean, and, you know, overnight, I just quit. Yeah, I don't know how you did that. Um, that's not well. I, I mean, I do. I, I did the same thing. But yeah, that's uh. Well, I know why. It's because the same thing happened to you that happened to me. Our our wives said that's it. Yeah. You either is it this or that. You either you either pick booze or me, and I yep. that's what happened to me, and I'm pretty sure that happened to you too. It happened. It happened. Now well, there you go. Again, we owe it to our wives. Well, we put the value where it belongs. Yes. The value was in our wives. Yeah, and you know, Not the booze. we're the lucky ones. Some people choose uh, the booze, and then, you know, they, they lose the wife, and then they die. Yeah, and really, yeah. And then, you know, I, I, I kept, I, I thought about that just not recently, but, uh, I mean, just recently. How difficult is it to give it up? I don't remember really struggling or suffering for not drinking, uh, I, I, uh, I feel the same way. I didn't, um, but I, I, I know people who have had a horrible time and they haven't been successful. Well, booze, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I can't really relate to that because I had nothing but success in quitting. Sure. 
Well, I can't preach to people as far as that goes. You know, it's got to be within the person, not the person that's telling him you got to quit. The person that is drinking and wants to give it up, it's got to be all on him yeah. to quit it. Well, you know, um, not everybody is like you and I. You know, um, some people can just go and, and have a couple drinks and that's no big deal. And they, they don't... Uh, it, it doesn't affect them adversely the way it affected you and I. So that's what it's supposed to do. So good for them. They can go have a good time and have a couple of drinks, but I can't stop. I always had to have like as many as possible. Oh my God. I drank like a fish. Yeah. I remember that one scene up North when, um, we were like, Hey, where did he go? Where did he go? Yeah, I just lay down there on a dirt and then yeah. I was out. Yeah. You were at the base of that tree. Uh, yes. Yes. I remember that. I remember. I forget that. Yeah. You, you were actually talking to the tree. I, 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 yeah. you were having a conversation with it. And I think, I think, I think the tree was talking back to you. Oh my God! That was what forty years ago, fifty yeah. years ago. And then the uh, then the sheriff. Oh my God. I forgot what. Uh, I, I don't know what county that Spring Lake was in. Is that uh, is that uh, I don't know. Is is Manton a county? I don't even know. Cadillac. I don't know what county it was. Nacosta, Manist. Okay, it might have been. Was a town. Well, whatever the the local sheriff. He, I remember him walking up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Be- I used to run and hide from him. Oh, yeah, because somebody didn't pay their money, or somebody blew up the fee pipe. Yeah, that's what was my... Uh, what it was, was Tom. It? Tom blew up the fee pipe. That was Tom. Back in the that day. Tom. Yeah. Back in the day, you had to put your money for each day's camping into a yeah. little envelope, envelope and put it in the fee pipe. And then the the, sheriff, the deputy would come pick it up, and uh, Tom put uh, like a stick of dynamite in the thing and, and blew it up. And he was trying to find out who did it. And there you are talking to a tree. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. And then the funniest thing was uh, one night Tom and I were just crazy. This is like. Uh, Four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Still, we were yelling. People were sleeping. The campground. Yeah, you were yelling, yo, Adrian. Yeah. And then we're out there at the lake the next day, and these two guys were talking with each other about the shenanigan that was going on. They didn't know it was us. Right, right. And then Tom says, shut up, Bob. Don't say nothing. <laughs> If they find out who you are, they kill you. Yeah, there was, God. we didn't say nothing. Legendary, no legendary. You know, we know. Good thing you put that behind you. Oh, it's gone. It's yeah. Uh huh. All right. Uh, okay. Well, Dad. Um. You know. I mean, it was a great birthday party. It was a fun time. It was so good to see everybody. Uh, eighty-eight years old. Here we go. Another year. Here for the 89. Uh-huh. I see on it. Yeah, that would yeah. be history. That's a great goal. I love that. I love that, that you that you yeah. have that in mind. I'm, I'm right there with you. I think the way I feel, I'd probably make it. You uh, informed me yesterday that uh, you, the you got a uh, a checkup yesterday from the doctor. Yes, it was my physical day, yes. And you said, Perfect. didn't you say, yeah, he gave you really good news, didn't he? Oh, 
This girl, so what did she say, honey? Your A1C was five. My, my A1C, what that means, I don't know, but it's a very <laughs> important thing, was five. I think that's an overall measurement of uh, blood sugar. That's correct. Perfect. Um, oh. Yeah, it is. Um, it says here a normal A1C is below... 5.7 and you were at five five wow uh most people who are diabetic would not have that number that's what she said she might she say this is perfect wow so you know maybe you figured out because you're armenian a way to turn it around maybe you're the first person <laughs> in history to to actually be cured of diabetes you know if i didn't have this problem with my leg you know I'm in perfect shape right now. I didn't. I didn't know your leg was hurting. Is that because? Well, I, I, I do walk with a, a stick, you know. Oh, you're talking about the uh, unsteadiness. Yeah. Eh, whatever. As long as you can throw a punch, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got the whole acre. I got to start raking it now. Yeah. Oh boy. Here we go. Okay. Well, uh, Aram, our pal Aram has a question. and he's, Yes, Mr. Aram, how are you? He says, what do you think are the essential items needed to stock a uh, bunker for a doomsday scenario? Like a nuclear war. What, what would you need in a bug-out bunker? Well, first of all, I, I, hopefully I don't think about that, but if, uh, if I need to, I need to have... Uh, uh, 10 by 10 area <laughs> dug up at least 15 feet deep. No, he wants to know what he wants. No, that, that's okay. That's okay. I like... That's, that's the first thing. Yeah, okay. 10 by 10, 15 feet deep. The reason it's 15 feet deep and it's a 10 by 10 is because you can put food supply in there. Yeah. At least for minimum of one week. Okay. And uh, the essential of sleeping accommodation in there somehow. Yeah. Blankets or something like that. Okay. And then definitely a cement-framed door, gate, that when you get in there, you bring it down. Yeah. Uh-huh. And lock it up from inside okay. so nobody can open it right right and you crawl in there and sit that all up and you say but then i don't know how you're gonna do or we ought to do have a mean to be able to see outside what's going on okay so whether you should get out or not yeah maybe like a periscope or something Some, like, uh, that's right i'm like a submarine yeah okay and that's gonna be a little prayer for you then. Okay, all. yeah. So ten ten by ten, fifteen feet deep. At uh, least at least ten by ten. Uh, uh, fifteen by fifteen would be perfect. Yeah, now Dad, you said gate, but can I replace a gate with a door? Gate on the top. Oh. Okay. That that'll be your door. Uh, you don't put no door on the side or nothing. Okay. All right. You bring the door down and lock it up. Yeah, nobody nobody can get in. You don't want anybody messing with you. Absolutely. All right. Very good. Okay. Uh, John says, 
Uh, good morning, Ruben. Based on how good your son Eric is at singing, I have to imagine you are a superb singer. What is your favorite song to sing along with, and can we hear some of it? The song that is my favorite is called What's Good. How does that go? What's good? I can't think of it. Is this the one you would sing? You and your pal in Iran would head to the hills? Iran, that's it. Oh, again. Again. The song is called Again. Yeah, not What's Good. It's it's Again. Yeah, that's right. It's Again. I used to sing in the hills. Oh, yeah? How does it go, Dad? Perfect. I'll tell you. I was all by myself. That thing. And then uh, there were people living way below me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here's what the, what it was. It was a third road with a bridge over it, a yeah. police department across the street. Uh-huh. And we'd go all the way up to the top of that hill. Yeah. There's no more homes there, but the bottom of it was people yeah. living there. Well, when I said, how does it go, I, I, I didn't mean you to give me directions how to get there. I, oh. I, <laughs> I, I, wanted you to, I wanted you to sing it. What's good about today? Wait, I thought you said it was again. It's again. Again, again. You keep keep saying saying what's good. I thought you said it's again, and then you're singing what's good. Well, yeah, what's good about tomorrow? I don't know. All right, well, if you get it. Yes. It's never happened before. Oh, okay. went. Yes, that's it. That's what I was looking for. That's awesome. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, this is something in a lifetime. I think you should write a song today, though, called What's Good. I think the song was Goodbye. Goodbye? I think so. I don't know why I say that. I think it's. I think it's. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty. Yeah, boy, you got a lot. No, that's all right. That's all right. You're doing good, Dad. I mean, you've got a lot of songs in your head. You've got what's good. You've got again, and you've got and you've got goodbye. So. Oh man. That was again. Okay, I love it. I love it, and that that is a great a great thing that you did there. Thank you. Crazy. <laughs> uh, Aram uh, has another question. He says, what is the best way to get out of a conversation with a guy who has obviously forgotten my name? Oh, boy. So he's, sit- he's sitting there with a guy talking to him, and the guy can't remember his name, and he- he's embarrassed, you know? Well, it's just, see, really, and you know what the nicest thing in the world is that people should follow? Yeah. There's something you don't remember. Admit it. Just say, hey, I can't remember your name. Yeah, I really don't remember that. Oh, that's awful. I hate that. Well, hey, you don't remember. Memory is uh, sometimes forgettable. <laughs> <laughs> like I forgot my song. <laughs> uh, Dad, I'm just uh, taking some notes here. And uh, you just said memory is sometimes forgettable. Well, yeah. That is. And there's a song called for Unforgettable. How I what love you or something. Yeah, I I I have heard of that song. Yeah. Okay. Okay. How about this one? Daniel 
says, Dear Meathead, is there a hobby or a, rec- a recreational activity that you wish you could have spent more time doing in your younger days? If not, is there a skill you wished you would have learned? Signed, Dan. So uh, he's asking a lot there. So the first question is, is there a hobby? I really can't respond to that because I don't have any memories of what's favorite, what isn't favorite. But the favorite thing that I do is is building. I really like to build. Yeah, yeah. So there's that. Um, I know you love doing that. I mean, my God, you... Uh, I built this whole house. I know it. Every waking minute, Not every... I built it, but I stripped all the walls. Uh-huh. Completely. And this used to be the... You heard of a board called 4 by 4 or... What is it? 3 by 4 4 by 4 The house... This house was 4 by 4 boards. We did it. We did it. Yes. Okay. And I stripped it. Oh, and, yeah. And uh, redid it. You uh, you knew your stuff. Well, you still do. You still do. It's just that now, you know, it's a little bit more dangerous. Yes. So, well, you know, we got to be careful. I cannot be operated No, by me. no. Thank God. Thank God you <laughs> yeah, don't operate. Put two fingers out. Oh, yeah. That was rough. That was rough. That was rough. Um, I remember there was one episode of Dear Meathead that really stuck stuck with everybody. It was, uh, and my son, Jim, your grandson heard it. It was the day that you were t- talking about that. And you said, quote, I miss my finger. Yeah. I, I got one finger is, uh, my God, one inch, one, one and a half inches too short. Yeah. It's a little, a little nutty. Uh, did, did you ever get the feeling back in the other one? They got a strange feeling. There's one, two, yeah, it's a little three. weird. Well, one of them is really short. Okay. But the other two has got some weird feelings. I can't tell what it is. Right. Uh, I right. can't. I would, like. I can't tell that I'm holding on to something. Gotcha. Uh, Tio has uh, this this for you, Meathead. Um, I'm debating about whether I should get married to my better half in May. Or on Halloween, an actual Halloween wedding. What do you think? A spring wedding, a spring wedding, or a Halloween wedding, which I, you know, I'd never really heard of. Well, I, I, the question is how. What does a Halloween got to do with a wedding? I don't know. I think maybe he likes it or I something. I don't know. He's probably going to do like a theme where everybody has to get dressed up, you know? No, I think no. I, I really don't go for the shenanigans at no wedding. I think people should get dressed any way they they can. <laughs> you know, let's say maybe they don't have the the clothing for the wedding. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, just nice, neat, clean clothes, uh, and go to a wedding. That's 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 a lot of horse puppy. Uh, getting dressed as something special. I I don't believe in that. No, all good. So you're going to go with the May wedding. I just, I just, yeah. A standard wedding. People get dressed normal and uh, they're at the wedding. Yeah. Are you having a circus or are you having a wedding? <laughs> you know? Yeah, you, yeah, exactly. I, I, I think he's going to, I think he'll take that advice into consideration. T.O. will. I mean, you put a rule on it that you got to get dressed like this to come to my wedding, and a lot of people are not going to go out and buy that yeah. stuff because no. they certainly wouldn't have what you are asking them to have. Yes, it's a so little that's crazy. It's a little much. In fact, Dad, I wrote I wrote it down just so he, in case he missed it. Uh, you said 
I don't go for the shenanigans at a wedding. Of dressing up. Yes. And you said it's it's horse puppy. Yeah. And you said, yay, people got to get dressed any way they can. That's right. Look decent, look neat, clean, uh, that's all, you know. Uh, Joanne, my sweet Joanne, I, I was looking at the comments on the video that we shot, my dear, at um, Mike and Liz's house. And, and one of the things, I am not making this up, these people that saw it, they said, wow, uh, your dad must have married uh, a much younger lady. Wow. And I, I said, and I wrote, oh, yeah? And then they, the general consensus is they had you pegged for about 62, 63. Oh, my goodness. Correct. And I said, well, it's funny because I have and I've I've talked to them about the conversations that you and I have had. I've looked you square in the face and said, I don't know what uh, amazing gene pool you come from, but you seem to be defying age. So I they were they're just in love with you. And they said, you're absolutely stunning. And uh, and I, I couldn't agree more with that assessment. Uh-huh. Well, I certainly well, I think believe that. Yeah. It changed their minds. No. Yes. Well, she is a good-looking yes. woman. I'll tell you that right now. You and your lovely daughters, who are my stepdaughters, but I refer to as uh, my sisters, and I think I misspoke in one of those moments during that conversation at Mike's house. Oh, they'd love to hear that. Accidentally referred to Susie as Joanne's daughter instead of my sister, which is uh was a mistake on my part. But um they they look absolute they're they're stunning too. All of them. All of your daughters are are yes. just remarkable. Thank you, thank you. They are. They got their mother's genes. They sure do. They sure do. Well I'll tell you what, this family is it's is just to me, the strangest thing that's happened happened that we all just really care for each other. Yeah, we don't like to say my stepdaughter. Uh, oh no, not that one. Or you know, hey, we love each other. Uh huh. Dad, Maribeth says, "Dear me, Dad, which river in Grayling do you prefer, the Asable or the Manistee?" Hmm, that's a pretty good question. I honestly don't have a preference. Well, I don't. Which one were, were we in? Uh, we uh, canoed on, uh, yeah. on Manistee. I think part of it Manistee. Is that the one we were in when we were all in the aluminum canoes and the lightning strikes started to hit? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. All the beer cans floating down the river. Yes, lots of beer cans. Oh, it must have been hundreds. You got a memory of an ox. Well, I remember when the canoes tipped. Diana was having a heart attack because she thought we were going to get struck by lightning. She wanted to get out. And and then so she, in the panic, the canoe tipped, and then the coolers are floating down the stream and the cans, and everybody thought we were dead. What a party that was. Holy cow. Yeah. And then you remember when uh, when, uh, when Mike uh, swung from the rope, and then he... Yeah, the, <laughs> and he fell on the rocks? Well, yeah, the, the the rope is, when it swings out over the river, you let go and you land in the water, but Ding Dong didn't let go, and it swung, <laughs> no. it swings back. 
And he, he didn't he, he let go when he was over land, so he just like yes. he just like fell. Like twenty I thought he died. I thought he did too. He hit the gra- he hit the gravels. The the, the the edge of the river like a rock. It was incredible. Hey, you got a good memory. Oh God, what a moment that was. I thought he was dead. Oh ah, <laughs> what an ass. Um all right, one more for you. Dear Meathead, who was a better musician? Michael Jackson or Prince? I didn't ever like Prince. <laughs> I like Michael Jackson. You're a fan of Michael. MJ's your guy, yeah. huh? Okay. All right. Well, Dad, that's all I got for you guys. It's another uh, spectacular edition of Dear Mita. Thank you. Yes, it has been. This, I really enjoyed this morning. Oh, yeah. We, we always love it. Okay. Well, um... Anything else that you want to say in closing, either of you? I'm all right, but Joanna's got a question. Uh huh. Can you send any of the pictures from the party to our computer? Did you hear that? I can do that, or I can send them to your phone because you have a new phone, right? Yeah, but it's a flip phone. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I'll send them to your computer. Thank you. Okay. All right. Okay, guys. Well, listen, this will be the pleasure. It's a wonderful audience. I, I tell you, I love the audience. And uh, very specifically, again, I'm not singling people out. The person, uh, I, I forget her name. What's the name that gave me that key? Mark. That is not a, Mark. that is that is a man. Oh, I, Mark, I, Mark is a man. I really appreciate what he did. And I, I, Joanne is wearing that keychain. I'm and, not wearing it. I mean, you're not yeah. wearing it, but she's got a yeah, key. Yeah, you don't, you don't. She's got a key on it. Last I checked, you don't, like, wear keychains, Dad. Well, <laughs> hey, what do you want from me? Well, yeah, she's, it's a, it's a, it's a keychain uh, with the state of Michigan keychain. Yeah, that's, yes. that's what Mark sent you. That's very a nice. Great looking item, man. He's got to sell every one of them for a minimum of $10 a piece. And he uh, and he made that. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Well, that is just very sweet of him to do that. Him and his better half. It really, really, it's an awesome looking thing. I I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I wish you'd get your hand on one of them. I was trying to display that because you didn't need a break on oh. having people ask for that. You mean like we should sell them on the podcast? Yeah. Oh well, yeah. I would love to do that. I didn't even know he was a woodworker. Oh, that was <laughs> Now Good listen, job. just because you saw that, I don't want you to get a notion that you can do it too because you're going to no, you're no, going to yeah. You're going to have the equipment to yeah, do that. You're going to lose another finger. <laughs> Maybe hand this time. Yeah, we can't have that, man. Okay. Okay. All, All right. right. Thanks a lot for the opportunity given to me to do what I'm doing. God bless you all and uh, I'll talk to you a week from now. Yes, sir. Okay. Bye guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Love you. Love you, too. Bye-bye. There we go. Well, how about that? That might have been uh, uh, one of the all-time greats there. <clears throat> Excuse me. Just a lot of uh, a lot of fun moments with Dad and Joanne. What a tandem. Uh, the, the spot that we're in with the, these discussions... She has an idea of what I'm going to park on when he says things like, I don't get, I don't go for the shenanigans at a wedding. 
and got people need to get dressed dressed any way they can and memory is sometimes forgettable and then when i she just roars with laughter what a sense of humor on her ah total total package and then Dennis says, I love good up north drinking stories. I'm not kidding you. When charity scam Mike fell from that rope. Oh, God, the smack. Whammo. Insane uh, uh, impact. Oh. Thank you, Kyle. Kyle writes, we all love your dad and stepmom. They are amazing. Such a joy to listen to. I appreciate that. All right, I'm going to try to get Joe Martinez on here in just a second. Talk about how his mother uh, is weighing in. When I said that uh, your son Joe has taught me to say things like uh, this in Spanish. Comes chingo de cagada. Comes chingo. Comes chingo de cagada. It's it's hard to say. Comes chingo de cagada. Cagada. Comes chingo de cagada. Comes chingo de cagada. De cagada. It, it is a very difficult uh, uh, combination of sounds there. Comes chingo de cagada. De cagada. De cada. De, de cat. Anyway, that means eat tons of shit. Como mis nalgas cuando yo estoy cagando, cabrón. There's no way I could say that. I can't do it. But I wish I could. I would be telling someone to eat my ass while I'm shitting. Bete la chingada, cabrón. Bete la chingada, cabrón. Cabrón or cadrón? Cabrón? That's go fuck yourself. The only one I've mastered is your mother's a whore. Tu madre es una puta. He took his time there. Tu madre es una puta. It's, It's impossible to screw up. That one, he took his time. He's... Speaking too fast on the other ones. I can't get it. Anyway, I'll bring him in shortly. Hopefully, he'll pick up. You know how it is. People don't like it when I, when I call because I put him on the podcast. Like, what? Hey, oh, no. It's happening again. Excuse me. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, NEV, 616-532-6600. Get your vehicle repaired there in West Michigan, servicing all makes and models, domestic, European, and Asian. Basically everything minus Volkswagens, as I'm told. They are uh, completing a renovation to more than double how they can serve the customer in terms of space. Uh, Reach out to them, 616-532-6600. They've been with me since way back. Not quite as long as TC Paintball. But a long-ass time. Thank you, Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid. If you are in West Michigan, make that your destination to get your vehicle repaired. Irvine's, E-R-Vines.com. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Side note, with Mario being the owner of the West Michigan Ironmen, I just got word about this year's football schedule, which I will have tickets for you. I will be giving away tickets in the uh, Eric Zane section, part of Mercy Health Arena. April 16th, 
there's a game. Uh, let's see. May 7th, there's a game. May 21, there's a game. Wait a minute. No, wait a minute. I think I screwed something up. Also, Sunday, May 15th, that's a 2 p.m. start. There might, wait a minute. May 21, there's not a game. I'm lying about that. And then there's one in June. That would be June 4th. So that's awesome. We'll have tickets to give away. Bring that up because Mario owns that football team. How great is that? And, of course, the man behind uh, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. He also has the naming rights for the beautiful brand-new convention center next to Mercy Health Arena. Mercy Health Arena in downtown Muskegon. It says Van Dyke Mortgage Convention Center. He paid for that. Uh, So there you go. I'm bragging on his behalf. If you need a mortgage and you are anywhere where this show is heard, with the exception of Maine, Alaska, South Carolina, and Hawaii, call Mario, 231-332-6505. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. We have Paintball Sunday. I just spoke with Tristan Grant, former Grand Rapids Griffin and uh, Milwaukee Admiral. Tristan lives here, and he is showing up to Paintball. That's awesome. Paintball Sunday, 5 p.m. You want in, let me know. Eric at EricZaneShow.com and let me know that you are attending. Uh, I said to him the other day, I go, who is the most famous person you ever beat up? And he said, Aaron Downey. Now, I don't know. I think this was a pretty even fight, um, but it goes on forever. Uh, these guys must have been exhausted. So Tristan here is fighting Aaron Downey, who at the time was playing for the Grand Rapids Griffins. The video will get better. It looks like shit right now. But um, I swear to God, and, and I watched, used to watch Bob Probert and Joe Coaster fight. This one might this might be one of the longest fights you'll ever see. And now we go. Grant and Downey in the far corner of the Griffin zone. Downey still with his helmet on as Grant lost his. Grant with a couple of rabbit punches to the left cheek. Downey comes back with a couple to the left ear. Now Grant with a big left. Grant with oh. another left. Downey, both of them exchanging left hands. Downey's helmet still on, however. Grant with an uppercut. Downey tries to tie him up as the left hand around the collar. Tristan's trying to get the helmet off. Now over the top right, and he swings and gets more of a forearm. <laughs> now Grant with a good haymaker. Downey comes back with a left. Another left. Grant comes back with a left. Swinging wildly as both their right arms are tied up. Both of them landing good blows here. Downey kept his helmet on. Grant did not. And now it's starting to peter up. But Grant lands a couple rights to the back of the helmet. You think it's over? You think it's over? It's not. Another one to the face. It looked like it was going to peter out. And now Downey again with a good left. Grant comes back with a left. Tristan Grant hasn't disappointed this year in his two fights at the Bradley Center. Downey and Grant tie up on the far wall near the Griffins bench. Downey swings wildly with a left and misses the top. Lands a couple to the ear. And now Grant comes back with two more runs. I like how they, they, they cut to the kid shooting video. Don't do that. 
Downey throws a Oh, God. Kind of glancing blows off the top of Grant's head. The, everybody's starting to cheer him, but the players as they continue to fight. I've never seen the They're players exhausted. cheer as the fight goes on. <laughs> Shit. Letting him go. Downey with an uppercut with his right. Now to the back of the head. Jimmy Howard has started to clean up the equipment as the two Jimmy Howard. still square off looking at one another. And now finally it's broken up. <laughs> and Tristan Grant. I need, to, I need to call him immediately and ask about that fight. I should have told him this was going to happen. Fuck, that's ridiculous. Uh, Tristan will be playing paintball on Sunday. Come on. He builds houses now in Grand Rapids. It's a hell of a fight. Uh, I'll link it up in the show notes. Your call has been forwarded to an audio. Kenny makes a great point. I've never understood exactly why fighting in hockey is okay, yet in football they can't even taunt the other team. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, hockey, I, I think there's a there's like a culture in hockey, and it goes it just goes back. And uh, nowadays, it's even, it's harder than ever to fight. If you fight twice in a game, you're out. Um, Sarah says they get thrown out in hockey as well. Yeah, but, I mean, come on. He's right. In, in football, if there's anything even remotely uh, that resembles a fight, it would never look like that. I'm telling you, if there was a moment in a football game where players – or throwing punches like with their helmets off like that in a football game, it would be the top story on the news and it would be incredible. But hockey is just another day at the office. Hockey's ridiculous. And I don't have a problem with it. I mean, it's just part of the game. Kyle says, let them fight. Same with football and and NASCAR. (laughs) It adds to the sport. It does. People love that shit. All right. Let's see if I can get shut out again on another phone call. Um, Joe Martinez. Aha. <sighs> uh-huh. Ah, hold on. Tristan's calling me back. Hey, hang on real quick. Hey, so I'm live on the podcast. Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I just, with the audience, watched the fight with Aaron back in the day. Oh, yeah, yeah. The long one. Oh, man, yeah. Wow, I can't imagine the exhaustion. And you, I mean, seriously, I've seen fights go on a while, like half as long, and the, everybody's exhausted. Oh, yeah, I remember... I remember getting into the into the hallway behind the bench in Milwaukee, and I just kind of like bent over because it was like I I thought it was like close to like a minute and a half between maybe a minute and a half and two minutes. Yeah. And yeah, and yeah, I was like 
<laughs> I was in pretty good shape by then. I couldn't imagine doing that right now. I'd probably I know. Out. Yeah, that, that's that's <laughs> exactly right. That's that's not easy work. Plus, he's trying to punch you. You got all the gear on. He's trying to restrain you. Uh, it, that, that was a hell of a fight. Was that the one you were you were referring to? Yeah, that's the only time I fought him. You know, I got a funny story behind that. Um, so Grand Rapids stayed overnight in Milwaukee that night. So then um, I was at the mall in Milwaukee the next day. Um, and I actually ran into Aaron Downey. He was in the food court. And I walked by and we kind of locked eyes and we're like, all right, here we go again. <laughs> no, <laughs> right in the my. food court. But no, he came up to me. He came up to me and was like, hey, man, I'm so sorry I didn't take my helmet off last night. <laughs> you know, and we didn't we didn't square off. He's like, I felt like such a scumbag. And, you know, we chatted for about 20 minutes and he was a, he was a really great guy. And I think that was a, that's, a, that's a pretty prime example of like how uh, the kind of the hockey culture is. And especially with, you know, between two um, willing combatants like like we were and we talked and he was just like, man, that was a great fight. You know, he gave me kudos and everything. He didn't really know a bunch, uh, much about me because uh-huh. I spent the majority of my early career in uh, the Eastern Conference in, uh, in the Philadelphia system. So, uh, yeah, that was that was kind of like my Aaron, my right. Aaron Downey story. So it was, wow. a, it was pretty cool. Yeah, you're you're right about that. I mean, ninety uh, percent of the time that these guys, well, I, sh- I shouldn't say that. Sometimes people are pissed off, but a lot of times, if it's a good, fair fight they get into the into the bin and they, they'll have a nice conversation after and where i sit you know where i sit i'm always like in the middle of it. i'm like how the hell is this even real you're right yeah exactly <laughs> I've, i i i'm sure you've heard both both uh sides of it to being uh you know uh, yeah. um sportsman like and and other things like saying something terrible about your uh your significant other or your mother <laughs> there's um that's the this is the only sport though uh, that that you would have that those type of moments so in basketball they would hate each other for life in football it's, it's just a joke when it comes to these they they don't let them fight and nor if they did fight would they say hey good job out there that would never happen no it's great it's great when you get you always see like the you know the pat in the butt after the fight and you always see concern of uh you know, a, a lot of times you see concern if another guy, you know, gets, you know, gets their hurt, you know, right. gets knocked out or something like that. You always see the concern of that. Um, you know, that's what I'm really proud about, the hockey culture for sure. That definitely separates us from other sports. Have you been following the Red Wings? Yeah, I have. Yeah, I have a little bit for sure. I've been trying to uh, stay in tuned with, with what's going on in the NHL. You know, I, I'm still... You know, I'm a bigger, I'm a big fan of hockey still, and uh, yeah, it's it's just been great. I've, you know, uh, they've been kind of they've been kind of struggling a little bit, but uh, they have, you know, you know, got some good good young players. No, they do, and one uh, the reason why I ask is because one of my favorite things is to watch some of these nuanced moments that Moritz Sider pulls off, like the uh, reverse check and and the I, pass in the stick work. I watched that this morning. <laughs> I was just like. Yeah, my 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 chest <laughs> hurt just from watching that because I've been in that situation. It's like I'm gonna I'm gonna flatten this guy. I'm gonna send this guy into the tenth row in the stands. And yeah, like the timing just gets off a little bit, and you just oh yeah, that that one hurts. And he's 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 big, and he's gonna get bigger because he's only twenty. So you know a lot more of that weight room work because uh, he's he's uh, he's tall, but he's still a little slight. 
you know? Yep. So, yep. I mean, 15 pounds of, of uh, Red Wing weight room muscle, and, and oh, once he gets the old man strength, because he doesn't have the old man strength yet. No, not yet. That's uh, <clears throat> lots of scar tissue <laughs> build up over the years. But, yeah, he uh, he definitely – I never had an opportunity to play with him, but uh, he definitely looks like a special player for sure. And I, I know everyone in uh, Detroit uh, – you know, are feeling pretty blessed. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. Uh, someone described him as just the right blend of Konstantinov and Lidstrom. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's when I was a big uh, Red Wings fan. When when Konstantinov was, uh, he was one of my favorite players. I think I wore number sixteen one year uh, in minor hockey because of him, because he was such a he was such a uh, a solid defenseman in so many so many different aspects so yeah that's a, that's a, those are some some big names some legendary names in detroit and uh you know i don't have a without a doubt that he'll live up to that for sure are you still building houses yeah i'm actually just doing some renovations here and there uh, i kind of been going back between commercial and residential and uh yeah i gotta pay my bills and yep it's at the same time trying to find uh balance with the family we got a we got a newborn in the house as well, so uh, yeah, just trying, just living that yeah. life. So congratulations, it's been, it's been pretty good. I didn't realize what is the age of the child. I got a toddler that turns five in May. Then yeah, our other daughter uh, oh. Lillian uh, is just two months old. Oh my God, you're so screwed. I know. <laughs> oh no, double, God. They're, they're... Double, double payback. <laughs> and, and and when I say that, when I say that, I don't mean like bad. I mean like no, I know. Daughters are the are so spectacular. I had, I mean, my son was great, but I was also raised with brothers. I had never oh, okay. had any exposure to sisters or anything like that when I was growing right. up. And now, I mean, I have a new level of patience with the world because of my daughters. Yeah, I've definitely turned much softer than I was <laughs> four or five years ago. So, no, it's great. It's great. We don't need I don't need another um, yeah. male Tristan Grant, uh, you know, oh, in the yeah. world anyways oh, right yeah. now. And, yeah. and my oldest... My oldest is like a spinning image of me, just in a, a different chromosome. So, okay. um, no, it's it's good. Okay, it's so definitely, definitely feeling blessed. Well, if you have a minute, come see us at Paintball, and it's uh, and it it would be great because you said that that you're hunting uh, podcasters now. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You got to target your back. Okay, and uh, you know what? I'd love to hear you on the Griffins game during the. Uh, uh, I know sometimes Bob Kayser would have you up in the booth during the game. Yeah. Is that something? Is that something you like to do? I do. Yeah, it, it was fun. Like it's it's yeah, it's always good. It's always good, good, and uh, you know, um, seeing a different part, seeing it from. I definitely stood up many times up in the press box before. So this time I just got a yeah. mic in front of me. But <laughs> no, it's great. I actually will be there for the the Jeff Hogan. Um, uh, Jersey retirement uh, on oh. the second. So. Are you going to speak? No, no, I don't think. I'll probably just stand there. I'll probably yeah. just stand there as I always did. So. Oh, yeah. Well, the reason why I ask is because when they uh, retired Picard's jersey, um, Travis Richards spoke, you know, to uh, to Michelle on the ice. So that was, that was cool. But, you know, that uh, special team that won the Calder Cup, Tristan, man, if there was ever – a reunion that would be that whole that barn would be sold out 
my God, would that be incredible? Yeah, I know that was uh, that was definitely a special group, and that's you know the reason why we won. We just had a, such a it was um, it was definitely a special brotherhood, and that's what we need to do to uh, you know to be be successful, especially at the at the minor league levels for sure. So, did you see Callie retired? Yeah, like I, I talked to him. I, I was at the game when he when oh. he was in town last time as well. So. <laughs> Did you see him? They uh, put him on the big board and he starts chugging a beer. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah it's like yeah. it's rolling some, off his face. Just, yeah. Some things never change. No, no, no. I saw <laughs> that. And he's, he's put on a few too. You can tell he's retired. He's a fat fuck. I know it. <laughs> it happens. It happens. <laughs> yeah. Happens okay. Quick. Well, so I, I, I'm when sorry. You're consuming the same amount of calories, but you're not burning them. It just yeah, oh, yeah. It, it, it happens quick. Oh hell yeah! That, so. All right. Well, it was it was a joy to see the fight. I'll uh, hopefully talk to you Sunday. Yeah, you bet. All right, buddy. Have a good one. Be safe. Yeah. You there too. you go. Thanks. Bye. Yes, sir. Tristan freaking Grant, an impromptu interview. Absolute classic. Oh. There's a video of him when he fought Milan Lucic of the fucking Boston Bruins. And um, he was a thug. And Tristan punched him so fucking hard in the fucking face. And this guy just kind of went, he didn't do anything. And then he, so he hit him again. And then Lucic, he was a beast. Um, he started to hit Tristan and Tristan lost his footing and that's it. As soon as the guy goes down, everybody assumes the other guy won, but I think that was a draw too. That was a damn good fight. Quick, quick fight. Thank you, Tristan. That's fun. Great, man. He's like a hell of a personality. Okay. Uh, That has eaten my time. So I'm going to put off getting Joe Martinez on to talk about his sweet mother and him teaching me swear words till tomorrow or something like that. Um, or the Patreon. I don't know. I've got a lot of stories that I've kind of skipped today because of the direction that it went, but sometimes that happens, and that's fun. So, all right. Thank you, Tristan. Uh, My friends at Bennett Flooring Installation, the Great Flooring Giveaway, I just got another nomination for Great Flooring Giveaway number three, and this is going to be so difficult. Oh, boy. We have... Uh, every one of them would be fantastic recipients. They really would. And the hardest thing about the great flooring giveaway is having to pick only one. And I, uh, Jesus, I, I hate this. I hate that part of it, but you know, um, I'm sure there'll be more great flooring giveaways. I really do. So, because uh, that is why, uh, because Jacob and Jason Bennett are just so sweet and giving. They're just installing flooring into someone's home for free because it's nice. They're giving back. It's like what Joe Martinez does. So, that's kind of what this whole thing is all about. So, well done, guys. If you want an estimate of uh, to have the flooring replaced in your home, uh, reach out 616-318-0167. Uh, talk to Jacob and Jason Bennett from Bennett Flooring Installation in West Michigan. Uh, when they show up at your house, they measure it. That's all free, of course. Uh, they'll tell you exactly what it's going to cost. If you can, go ahead and do the heavy lifting and rip out the old stuff, okay? Uh, less work means less cost for them, for you, okay? So if you do um, you know, some of the heavy lifting, 
that will reduce your cost of the flooring installation. And this is the absolute cheapest way you can do it and have it look 1 million percent perfect. Bennett Flooring Installation at 616-318-0167. And then the flooring that I'd like you to buy comes from Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet behind Little Caesars in Granville, Michigan. This sale goes on till the end of March because normally I give you 10% off when you say my name. Screw that for March because if a product is has a blue tag on it, it's 20% off. Green tag, 30%. Red tag, 40%. On an already discounted price that comes to you cheaper than anybody else already because they buy it by the tr- uh, tractor trailer load and then put it in the warehouse and then Zaniac can't drop uh, drop the U at a, wait a minute, drop the E at a U. He has to set all this stuff up in the warehouse. Uh, um, remnants, full roll, rolls of carpet, laminate, hardwood tile you name it they have it all right now though they're packed to the gills so they got to get rid of this shit so that's why they did this big sale in march because darwin keeps buying it so you're going to get it cheap cheaper than anybody else i can promise you that johnson carpet one floor and home if i want you to pay attention next time you're on chicago drive so you know where it is you see the little caesars is right behind that it's a big ugly uh, beige building looks like a barn with a, uh, a red sign about uh, this big. It's stupid. Anyway, that's Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet behind Little Caesars. Um, though you're already getting uh, the deep discounts in March, still mention my name so that they know that um, you listen to me and I told you to go there because that helps me. They know that the marketing on the show works. All right. Asshole of the day nominations. If you have any, go ahead and make them. And uh, yesterday it was a Tesla jumper, uh, Alex Choi. I think that should be, as we know more information, we know Alex Choi did that damn thing. We know it. He did that. He could be the asshole of the day. Asshole of the day. Listen, both sides of the story. Psycho BK employee. Also asshole of the day. Mayo slinging BK customer. Well, we don't know enough about the mayo slinging. Because we don't know if it was a mayo packet or a handful of mayonnaise. And if you suggest anyone in that story, are you are you thinking about the guy in uh, Hastings, Michigan, who lit the cop car on fire. I think that guy, I mean, you'd, you'd have to give the at least an idea, a, a nod to some degree that that guy has to be in the running too. All right. Let me think about that. Okay. Uh, the NFK Salt Gate with evidence. The On Deck Circle podcast. Alex Choi. Cop car torch. Oh, there goes my sign. Cop car torched. Fast food worker opens fire. Dear Meathead, that was awesome. Tristan Grant, that was awesome. Um, 
wish I had a name of this guy. I think you can figure out what the hell I'm going to be doing here. Uh, Your Asshole of the Day is brought to you by JM Synthetics and TC Paintball. It is Cop Car Fire Starter. Making sure I spelled that right. Uh, That would be embarrassing if I did. That is Your Asshole of the Day. On Patreon, uh, some folks at a school are in trouble because they got the kids, the young kids, to do something political. And I love this. This is so great. And Disney is in trouble. And this pertains to the, it's it's called the Don't Say Gay Bill in Florida. But that, it couldn't be further from the truth. Um, they, that makes it sound like the don't ask, don't tell policy that they used to have in the military. In the state of Florida, they passed a law that uh, kindergarten through third grade, they cannot, teachers cannot um, discuss when it comes to like sexuality, anything about homosexuality or gay, lesbian, non-binary, whatever. LGBTQ+. And... Now, when I first saw this, I didn't even know what the bill was that they had passed or are passing. I don't even know where the fuck it is. Uh, But I support the bill, and here's why. Um, I don't want... I wouldn't want anybody talking to my kids about anything sexual prior to third grade and under. Nothing. Shut the fuck up. Uh, Typically, they don't start teaching that type of thing till a little bit later in the education process and usually the first thing you learn about is you know where babies come from and uh girls get their periods and shit like that they're not like it isn't like in second grade they're saying yeah this is where the dick goes you stuff it in the vagina you know i mean seriously so i don't want anybody saying anything about sex to my kid three years and under and you know that's what this bill blocks teachers from talking about that k through third grade well i mean i'm all about equal rights and equality hell i think i'm uh, a, a one dick sucked at age 10 away from being a homosexual i may have been at a crossroads at, at one point i'm a little gay we all know that so fuck that shit but at the same time, no, okay, I don't want it's some fucking teacher uh, teaching my kids about whatever the fuck or trying to, yeah, go ahead and, uh, yeah, you're gay or whatever. Shut up. That's that's mom, and that's what the bill is all about. They're, they're allowing it so that mom and dad can make that decision, and that's okay. That is not a problem. So these assholes need to shut up. But now the world is still erupting about this. I have a feeling this is how a lot of people who are seeing this bill who happen to be gay are are acting like fucking uh, bold terrorists when it comes to this fucking thing. And it's bullshit. Anyway, I'm getting into that on the Patreon because it is bullshit and um, how Disney is involved. This whole thing is stupid. Patreon.com. There goes the sign slash Eric Zane. 
I want you to listen to this show, the Patreon. It's a second podcast. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Five or ten bucks a month. Five bucks a month gets you all of the audio archive and any new audio recordings. You do not get access to anything live with the $5 a month. But if you do the $10 a month, you get it live just like you're getting this show live. And um, and, uh, and the video live streams. Audio, um, video archive, and video live streams. All there for you. I suggest trying it out for one month. Just one month. Can you, can you do that for me? I will give you this free podcast. This is my guarantee. I'll give you a free podcast every single day, and I appreciate you paying attention to it. Can you at least try? Just try one month. If it sucks, you're only out five bucks or 10 bucks. That's it. But if you try, and a lot of people, if they think like you, do that, the lights stay on, the puppies stay fed. This podcast continues to grow. I spend more money on pieces of equipment that I don't have to bash with my hand. I buy billboards. More people learn about the show. The show grows. I can do this till the day I die, talking to my sweet dad, getting uh, lessons on how to say nasty words in Spanish. Tu madre es una puta. Uh, talking to uh, Tristan Grant, having paintball parties, going out to Bosco's. Without that Patreon influence, we're dead. And I give you 15 plus hours every week on it. So I give you a lot. There's no one on Patreon who gives you more than, um, than, than what I give you. Oh, look at that. I just got a commission. Um, I have a commission deal with my good friends at JM Synthetics. So when you buy Amsoil, I get money. True to his word. Thank you, Jason Mays. Thank you to Patriot Nick for buying the product. You are awesome. Okay, that's it. I'm done. I'll talk to you on Patreon a little bit later on. And uh, yeah, that's it. You guys are the best. Have a great rest of your day, and I'll talk to you down the road. Bye-bye.
At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.